Great story, eh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've probably heard it, being very close with Pete, I've probably heard it maybe even 20 times, but it still impacts me today. Yeah. I just want to start from the start in that sense and just talk to us. You know, you were talking at the start about having a relationship with God. Yeah. And I don't want to take anything for granted tonight. Talk to us about what that means to you and how that looks in your life. Having a relationship with God. I can't imagine life without a relationship with God. Um, thing is, uh, there's something inside all of us, and there's definitely something I know inside of me, because I know if I don't read my Bible, if I stop praying, if I stop walking my everyday walk with Jesus, I know about it. I feel empty inside. And I have this desire to worship. I have this, this craving, and, and sometimes you can think that you've not got it, but then you stop reading your Bible, you stop praying, you stop doing all that. And then I just feel empty. And then I get more and more, you could, I mean, if you left it, you'd probably go, I don't know what, I don't ever want to get to that place. But I just know that I need God yeah. in everything that I do. And I, and I recognize when I'm falling back a little bit on spending time with God and what have you. Um, and I, you know, sure, we all go through seasons and stuff where, you know, life can be very busy and stuff like that. So um, sometimes it can be difficult to do that. But I know when life's been busy and I've been struggling, I've really felt it. And it's took its toll on me spiritually because I'm not just flesh and blood. I've got a spirit and I've got a soul and it needs... It needs, uh, it needs to, uh, I need to, I need my creator. I need to be in relationship. Yeah, that's, that's great. I just want you to tell us the story about when you, because you were working at Ron Brooks at the time, eh? Yeah. And um, just when you got, di- I think it was just before you got diagnosed, you walked into the office. I like that story. I just think it'd be great for you to tell the guys. Um, yeah, well, the story was, just because there's a bit more to it that I couldn't really put, because I had to put a time limit on yeah, the video thing, but... Um, it was an amazing testimony, not only for me, it was for the witness of the people that I worked with at the time, because uh, I had a boss and she was, obviously she cared about me and stuff, but we always had these debates about God and whether he was real or not, and she, she was completely against it and stuff. And um, I can remember coming back after the diagnosis, basically I was on the hallway floor, I was crying my eyes out, and then I had that encounter with God, and literally after that encounter, I could have had the whole day off work, I could have, whatever, but I just... I went back to work. I, I felt the joy of the Lord. I just thought, I can't sit here and there's nothing to wallow in. I felt, I felt incredible. And I was like, I'm going back to work. I remember walking back in and my, my uh, boss was sat next to me and I sat down on the computer and started working, having come back from the hospital. And she was like, so, so what they said? And I said, oh, I might have Hodgkin's lymphoma. Carried on typing, like silence for like five minutes. And she said, you know what that is, don't you? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's cancer. Are you sure you're all right? Like you, you don't have to be here if you don't want to be here. And I was like, no, I'm absolutely fine. I've just, I'm just confident that I'm going to be all right. I just feel that God's told me that I'm going to be all right. And she's like, oh, okay, you know. So obviously there's all like the tests and stuff like that going on. And then the, the day came when I was going to go and get the results of the test. And by the way, just to add as well, like since that encounter that I had with God, my spiritual life absolutely rocketed to like where I'd never been before. I mean, you, you go through some tough trials and stuff like that, but there's nothing like that to get you close to Jesus. Seriously, you know, people question why they go through stuff, but it's like, <laughs> uh, I found out. Um, but yeah, um, I remember walking out the door going to get the um, diagnosis, and uh, I was at work, and my boss was there, and she, she said, Good luck as you're walking out the door. And I went, I don't need luck, I've got faith. And she went, Don't be arrogant. <laughs> and then, yeah, she was like that. And then, obviously, sure enough, I went to the hospital and I got. They diagnosed me with it, and I was thinking I was going to be okay. Um, so obviously, she was really kind of 
She was upset for me. Of course, she didn't want me to be ill or anything like that. But I think, you know, her whole God, our debates, all that kind of stuff was like, you know, one ill, come on. And then obviously, the following weeks go on, and then that happens. And it's incredible. I'm still working there. I still see her occasionally around. It's like 10 years on. It's incredible. And it's just, she won't forget that. You know, she went, and there was other people in the office as well that just were around when that was happening. So, yeah. Something, I mean, I like to say sometimes as well is that, you know, the people in your life who you're talking to about Jesus, sometimes they want to know how you are in the valley. Because it's easy to, uh, to talk about your faith when things are going well. It's easy to talk mm. about uh, your faith and talk about Jesus when you're going through a good time. But I believe that people around me, and I find this in my own life, and this is true of your life, I know that from being close to you, that people want to know how you, how you are and how your faith works when you yeah. go through the valley. They're watching. Because yeah. if, it, if it's real. And I, I believe that those times, even though it's a terrible situation, yeah. the greatest times to show people Jesus. Yeah. And the, the, great, the thing about you in this, and I know this, is that Pete's got such a, he's just got a raw desire for God. I know this from being his friend. And um, that's just something that, and you're a godly yeah. man, and I believe that this has set you up for that. So just talk yeah. to us, you, you, you said a bit about it, but just talk to us about how it accelerated your faith. Because this is the thing, you have a decision these times, and we all know this, you have a decision whether to run to Jesus or run away. Don't you? You, have, you, have two, you can go yeah. two ways. I can run to God sure. or I can go the other way. Yeah. Just talk to us about that. Uh, well, I, I mean, I can only guess if I'd have run the other way what that would have been like, but I didn't. Um, literally, standing on the word of God that is my rock and my foundation, I just turned to God uh, and the Holy Spirit met me. And when you meet the Holy Spirit and you open your word and you start reading it, just... There was an incredible, it was, like, it was like eating food or just being full and satisfied. It was incredible. Uh, I can remember, you know, everyone knows Jonty, don't they? I was with Jonty driving in the car. I can remember once and I was saying, I should be having the worst time of my life. I'm having the best time of my life. And I, you know, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense, but that was the case. Um, yeah, so it's kind of strange because part of you sort of thinks, oh, that'd be great, give me some more trials because it'd be absolutely fantastic. And you're like, well, no, I don't really want to go through that again. But at the same time... Uh, yeah, it was just, I think it was just an amazing time in life where, where I, I learned those lessons and God revealed to me like how he, how he kind of can operate even through suffering, even through trials and difficulties and stuff like that. I mean, there's been other things. It's not just his cancer thing that is the only testimony that I've got. I've got other testimonies as well um, where I've cried out to God and he's answered me. Um, I think the big factor, the big thing for when God met me it's really easy when you're in church and you're around people to be always, it's difficult to be just fully yourself. Do you know when, when, I, when that happened, I was on my hallway floor, all ego was gone, all pride was gone, all the cares, everything else, nothing else mattered. And I was literally on my own with God. And all that mattered, it was like, it was my health. So, you know what I mean? There's, there's nothing else that any human being could do. And I think God got me right where he wanted me. And that's, the, that's one of the things with like Christianity. It's like, it's like, can we get to that place where we don't give a stuff about anything except God and what, what God wants, you know? And, and I think, you know, for that moment, I was in that place where, where God was, God really was absolutely everything, you know? I mean, I know God is everything, but when you, yeah, you get me, like, in those situations. And I mean, that's a, that's a, a struggle for us in a Western world. That's the reality that yeah. we can... 
a lot of us can go through a week and we've got the food that we need and that's probably why things, amazing things are happening in South America and those places where they've got nothing because yeah. they have to rely on God. And yeah. the important thing for us to do in a Western world is to put ourselves in a place where we always rely on God, where yeah. God is our everything. We have to put ourselves in that yeah. place. And uh, thank God for the blessings that he gives to our lives, but put us in that place of relying on him. I loved something you said, and we've, we've spoke a bit about it, but it's from the words of um, Philippians 4 verse 7. And it says this, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And I'm sure people have had, people around here have had situations where that peace of God, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I could be going through the worst time, but with Jesus, yeah. I, I've just got peace. Yeah. Just talk to us about that. I think um, it's like there's two sides to it. We've, 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 we're flesh and blood and we're spirit. And I think our flesh and blood, we can be going through the lowest of the low. We can be going through the worst thing. But our spirit is the thing that is us, that is like, and that's what connects with God. And I think the Holy Spirit, when God put his spirit inside of us, it doesn't matter what's going off with the flesh and what's going off with the material world or, or whatever. It's, it's in here, you know. Um, I mean, the thing is, one day I'm going to die. Do you know what I mean? We've all got, we're all got bodies. We're all going to get ill. We're all going to go through stuff. This is something more. This transcends all that. Um, and it's an incredible thing. And that's, that's exactly what, that's what the Holy Spirit did. The Holy Spirit's our comforter. Jesus said that he's our comforter. He's our helper. Uh, he gives us everything that we need. And, and that's what I needed in that, in that moment. I needed comfort. And that's what the Holy Spirit gave me. He gave me comfort. He gave me a peace that surpassed all the understanding. So much so I could go back to work. And Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's people going through things in this place tonight. And uh, I'd just like you to, to take 30 seconds, a minute, um, to just speak to those people, the people who are struggling. What, you know, just, just give them some encouragement tonight. And... Yeah, the only thing you can do is trust God and just have faith. It, it's literally as simple as that. It's just, if you're going through a difficult time, the best place that you can be is not Sharing it with the world on Facebook or telling other people or whatever, doing all that, that it's a load of rubbish doing all that. Okay? Other people can't fully help you. Only God can help you. Okay? Um, yeah. Get on your own. Get with your Bible. Take an hour out. Get in that secret place. I think it's important. It's really important. I'd say it's pivotal to have a secret place. I mean, you can... You can try and pray. I mean, I do it. I worship God in my car on the way to work and all that kind of stuff. But every now and then, I just need to get in my room and shut my door and just get the Bible and just sit there. And sometimes, I don't even, I don't even say prayers out loud. I just sit with God. And it's like, you know, God, it's a relationship. It's a two-way thing. So, so it's about listening as well. And it's like saying, God, I don't know what's going off in life right now. I just want to listen and just, you know. And then it might guide your prayers, actually, the Holy Spirit. Um, that's what I've learned. And I know, like I said, when I don't do that, when I go a few weeks and I've been really busy and, and my prayers have been rushed and I've been all over the place and I've struggled to find the time, I know it's had an effect on me. And I'm sure it has an effect on everyone else as well. So, Mate, that's trust a, God yeah, and have faith. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. And like I said, I can endorse what's happened in Pete's life through this because I, I've known you for, must be eight, nine years now. Yeah. And um, it's just led him closer to Jesus. This has led him closer to Jesus. And I'd just encourage you tonight, as Pete already has done, 
Run to Jesus in every area of your life. Run to Jesus. Give him everything you've got. You know, turn everything over to him because he will come through for you. I can, I can only speak from my experience. And he's never failed me. Just to yeah. quote that song, he's never failed and he won't start now. Yeah. And uh, his shoulders are big enough to carry your weight. Let's give Pete a round of applause. Thank you.